Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is And Hype. Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. Complexity does not equal value. This is a mantra that I state over and over again, but people don't seem to get it because I see complexity being sold in every marketing system that's offered by so called experts, professionals, gurus, thought leaders, whatever you want to put out there. Not just complexity in the funnel, but complexity in how much time or teams that it takes, how many steps that it takes, how many times you have to do it per week. I'm sick of talking to people and seeing that they've wasted their entire life or they've wasted years at least of time posting on social media, refining their newsletter right down to a science, and it just gets sent to the spam or running another ad campaign that everyone just thinks is annoying. I want to boil this down to the most simple possible product marketing system that I can come up with. I want you to build an amazing foundation that multiplies the good that you have, the value that your product provides, how great the offer is already spoken about, how it's messaged, the community that you're building. And I want to take away all that extraneous nonsense that you're being told to do. You don't need to post two times a week in Facebook or every day in LinkedIn or be on every single channel. You can do those things, but you need to figure out why am I on that channel? What is that going to do for me? And if I was successful in any one of these channels, are the other ones actually necessary? And in the most part, you know that what I care about is developing next level partnerships developing strategic brand partnerships, joint ventures that allow you to rapidly scale and grow your business. And I just don't think that the partner that you're looking for, that's going to take you from $100,000 years to $100,000 months or million dollar years to million dollar months is going to be on TikTok. I just don't agree that that is commonly the case. What uh, I want to run through just some of these myths as I see them. And the first myth, it's more efforts, more hours. You got the grind, you got the hustle, you hear this stuff all the time. And it it's just bizarre because it's demonstrably not true. We all can see in reality that there's people that work extremely hard, people that are in the food service industry, people that are in construction, people that are in labor jobs, they work harder than you do. I grew up in a blue collar trade. People work like crazy. And until they find the highest value of that knowledge and of that labor, their hours and effort do not correlate to revenue or to personal fulfillment or to personal, you know, whatever, their take-home pay, their salary, their whatever goals that they want. They work. Myth number two is that everyone runs ads. You see this perpetuated on social media, this is the confirmation bias of social media and asking for marketing help when most of the people that offer it are really just running ads. They don't know anything about marketing. 
not everyone runs ads. Many of the biggest companies on earth do not run paid advertising at all, or not exactly how you think they run it for a branding purpose. They don't, you don't click on an ad and then buy a Lamborghini or decide that, yes, I, you know, I'm going to switch my entire company to Microsoft. There's lots of elements of content and trust and partnerships and lots of things that are happening there that honestly, you're probably not at the level of evolution where any of that is necessary. Not everyone runs ads. Not every product business uses Shopify and runs Facebook ads. It is not the case. And certainly on a very successful level, it becomes less and less true, not more and more true. Myth three is complexity and magic. You're one funnel away or you're one email sequence away or ad hack away from success. Keep grinding through. Every failure is something that you learn, you learn from and you get better. Sure. Okay. That's kind of a truism. If we're not dead, we're learning. Great. Uh, It doesn't mean that I'm going out and intentionally wasting my money and wasting my time, but it seems like people are very interested in that because they are subscribing to that there's one magic bullet. There's one silver bullet that's going to help us do something that we can't do today. You might've heard me say this before. Silver bullets are for werewolves. They're not for businesses. Werewolves are mythical creatures. Businesses are your life. So we need to think about reality, not fantasy. And I think that that one success hack away mentality is your one more hack away from losing your mind and losing your business because it's just not reality. Uh, when we talk about marketing systems, like understand, like I'm not a marketer. I'm, I'm not like I, I don't consider my market, myself a marketer, just like I don't consider myself a salesperson. I consider myself a product person. For me to be able to develop my ideas and develop ideas for other people, I end up having to sell a lot of product. I end up having to market quite a few things. And whoever you're listening to, uh, I mean, it's fairly likely that I've sold more of my ideas than they have. I've worked on projects that are much larger than, than they have. I just do those things, not because I'm, I don't have a marketing program to sell you. That's not what I do. I have a business development system that's around collaborative growth. That's really what I'm known for, what I've really focused on for physical products uh, that involves developing things that develop partnerships, building up the systems around those, but I'm not, I'm not a marketer. I'm not a digital marketer. I've done it for 25 years, but I wouldn't consider myself that, but I do sell a lot of stuff because otherwise I wouldn't have a business. So when you go out and you look at, Hey, uh, how do I sell a product? You end up seeing these crazy customer journey graphs with words all over it and different columns. And you end up seeing these different funnel shapes with, you know, consideration and this is a conversion and this is follow-up and this is this. I don't know. The, the fact that every single one of these graphs is different, I feel like there's an army of college-educated, confused marketers that don't have enough clients. So they're just spending time making infographics that only people like me use to put in their presentations for people like you to say, hey, man, this is confusing. You see a bunch of those uh, and you start talking about funnels, you see a bunch of similar graphs, little squares pointing at other squares, processes. I, I just, uh, I'll be blatantly honest. I think that for the most part, everybody that's gone to school for marketing and is running a marketing agency, they're not very good at marketing. I, I can think of in my network, a few really great exceptions to this, but by and large, I would say that this is true enough to be a rule. There's exceptions to that prove the rule. 
but it's true enough to be a rule. Anybody that's really amazing at marketing that I've ever met, they either get paid a crazy amount for marketing and they're part of an agency that does quite a bit for someone, a lot more than running ads, or they've started selling products because they've realized that they can be 10 times or a hundred times more valuable if they create their own intellectual property and sell it versus helping people fix broken businesses. So when I talk to people that are actually successfully selling products or selling themselves as a coach or a consultant, I realize that their systems are generally very simple because they have simple, just seven figure or low eight figure businesses. But we're being taught all of these college terms and all of these different pieces that really you need to get out there with something simple so you can get in front of customers and you can pull enough experience and information so you can then double down in progressively more thoughtful and planned out marketing activities, right? But without spending a ton of money and spending a ton of time like wasting away. So to do that, we have to simplify everything. Complex systems are expensive. They take a long time to implement, take a long time to plan. The plan is generally irrelevant because you don't know what you're doing. If you knew what you're doing, probably would do it different. You do it like I'm saying, something simple, test and try it, get data, adjust based on data, plan, check, do, act, right? Deming cycle. You can see lots of different versions of this. Tote, test, operate, test, exit. Lots of different patterns about doing something small, getting data and move on. But to do that properly, we can't have a million levers and dials that we have to fix just to see if something's working. Do a process that's ultra simple because simplicity is scalable. It is improvable. There's only a couple metrics to look at. And um, I'm going to break it down into as simple as I can possibly make this is that your product launch only needs two activities. There's two marketing activities in the universe. You need a way to attract and you need a way to nurture. This is something particularly interesting in my business. So as a contract manufacturer or as a coach, it takes people a long time to make a decision. Now, if I was selling some scam course for $49 or $249, maybe I could just attract people in with cold traffic and I could get them to buy right then, bam, sell you something, sell you a PDF that you may or may not read. We move on. So I wouldn't care about nurturing. I'd just say attract and convert. But in contract manufacturing, we're working on minimum six-figure orders and the lifetime value of a customer could easily be in the seven, if not low eight figures. People aren't making those decisions rashly. There has to be a method to get attention, to attract people, the right kind of people. And there has to be a way to nurture them, to keep you top of mind until somebody is ready and says, yes, I want to transform my business. I want to go from 100K a year to 100K a month. That sounds pretty simple and pretty alluring. Yes, Callie goes live every week or he has his podcast every week. So I remember him. Just a really simple mechanism. And we'll get to this to how to nurture your customers. A spam email newsletter list, it's not that. It's not that. As you evolve, you can throw in a a third activity, customer support. I think the easiest source of new sales are from old customers and marketing product after product to them, really strong strategy. I've done it innumerable times with people. But look, instead of having your typical Facebook store strategy where you see a Facebook ad, to a sales page, an order form, or maybe if people are really, they're with it, they're super with it, they'll have an upsell, or they'll have a bundle deal. Or maybe they'll use like Caro and they'll, they'll have a bundle deal with somebody else and they'll have a, a strategy involved. Oh, that's pretty good. 
it's like the typical thing that people are peddling, but they're saying, oh, I'll help you optimize your targeting strategy. That doesn't work. I'll help you optimize your creative. Sure. It's such a small lever though. It's such a small lever. And if you look at the numbers, it's brutal. If you're a part of my Facebook group, Geometric Scale, I did a live uh, this past weekend and I actually had some slides where I went through this and showed people some rough numbers, a great landing page to cold traffic, just an absolute knock it out of the park. 5% conversion is amazing. And if you do that and you know that you have a pretty strong level of cart drops, look, all of a sudden you're pouring a ton of money in to just get a little bit of returns. I know that people say, hey, we're getting like two and three X ROAS, but that's system lift. If you, you know, return on ad spend, that's system lift. That's over a period of time. If we're talking about a product launch, it's rare. They're trumpeting that success because it is out of the ordinary. It is not ordinary. It's more ordinary to put a dollar in and get a dollar twenty-five, dollar fifty, dollar seventy-five out, not four dollars. If that was the case, you just scale it to the moon. And a lot of those results, they don't scale because their targeting mechanism is not broad enough and their costs are accelerating. And if you ever talk to me about ad strategy or launch strategy, you know what I'm talking about. But um, that's your typical strategy. That's what everybody's peddling. It is fairly simple. But the problem is, is that there's no way to nurture those people. If they didn't buy, they're just gone. So we're getting a bunch of, we're only getting customers into an email list. We got to figure out how to nurture them, but they're just gone. You're just paying for a bunch of traffic for people that may or may not remember you. You have to pay for retargeting, which is expensive and not really going to work in the immediate future. So we look at a better system is to attract attention and then to nurture them. I've seen the pre-sale or group strategies. You see this as a VIP group. There's a couple different companies that help people promote this, where you see traffic to a landing page. There's a pre-sale or a reserve that puts people on an email list that puts them into a Facebook group. And then you're able to nurture those until you get a launch. Now that has some interesting properties. Of course, again, Facebook ads relying totally on Facebook ads, which you have to because it's a Facebook group. It's risky to me. It's risky because the ad costs are just shooting through the roof. And a lot of the organic traction, you can see even in, in my groups, and I'm putting a lot of content into there, a lot of engagement. It's, it's difficult to get people to engage in those groups, to maintain that level of engagement. But it's something. At least they're putting something together, trying something. I don't think this strategy really works anymore. It kind of works. It's okay. It's really, it was a great strategy three or four years ago. But what cracks me up about digital marketing is there's people that are peddling, they're peddling strategies that haven't worked in five years. And since a lot, unless you're around that digital marketing ecosystem or you launch and sell lots of products like me, it sounds like a cool novel idea. You're like, oh, I'm going to use this strategy. But like, man, that was like the strategy in 2018. Uh, it doesn't really work for a number of reasons now. But if we evolve simplicity and we just look at what we really need to do is we need an easy way to get attention from the right people. We need qualified traffic of potential customers who trust our brand for some reason. They come across and they trust our brand. We need to do this systematically without crazy budgets, living on social media. We need really good qualified traffic. We need them to stick around long enough to get to know us and then trust us specifically. And so we can launch product after product. This is what I'm proposing. 
is that you should have three channels. Here's your channel strategy. I'm going to break it down. Channels are how you contact customers, how you sell into customers. And here's three channels. This is all you need. You need a community channel. You need an authority channel and you need a partnership channel. Stop wasting your energy on trying to boil the ocean, do everything all at once. If you want to be omnipresent, you can distribute from your authority channel. You can have everyone find you in one group. Every single channel and every single niche is bigger. There's more customers than you can possibly handle. So being in more places dilutes your ability to have depth and to build authentic relationships. It does not make you so you're going to get more customers. It makes what you're doing weaker. So when you have a team, yes, you can you can put your content in all these places. But when you start mixing up and muddling what you do week after week, you're just chasing a shiny ball over here. You're doing this. I'm going to do a TikTok strategy like this. I'm going to do webinars. I'm going to do emails. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You put effort all over the place and you end up getting nowhere. So if you look at these three channels, this is how I'm going to break it down. And you can't see my screen, but again, if you join the Facebook group, you'll get access to these uh, live streams. If you're on my email list, I send this out too. So I have a training on this. Really, really simple is that those partnerships, they're the people that they already have your audience. They already have your customers. There's people out there that they have so many of these. They have 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 customer email lists. They're already engaging with so many customers that if you were able to partner with them, you'd have more customers than you could possibly handle. Well, you can't just go up to those people and say, hey, let's get married. Let's have a baby, right? Can't do that. That's not how business development is done. But what we can do is we can create a piece of content with them and we can feature them on our authority channel. So for me, that's my podcast. For you, that might be a YouTube channel. It might be a private Facebook group. Again, I have some problems with that, but it's somewhere where your content can live forever. It can be legacy. It can be immortal. People can find it years later. I don't have a ton of YouTube content. I get messages like every other week. I don't think I've posted really a public YouTube video in a long time. People end up commenting and subscribing either way. You have that place where the content can live forever. This gives you traction. It gives you growth over time. So it's something you can do an hour or two a week and you can cumulatively get the effort to really build and grow. But I bring on people that already have audiences, bring them on to a live stream or onto a podcast. And then I have that group of people share it with their audience. We have some special strategies around this, like building a cheat sheet, building special training, something that will get their audience to know who we are, join our community, join our email list, join our Facebook group, whatever that is, whatever your community channel is, your partner goes on your authority channel, you create content together, you figure out a way to add value to their audience, their audience sees it, your numbers go up, fantastic. A small percentage of those people join your community. And over time, this grows your community very quickly. I did this with a fidget spinner. Worked great. I've done this with some of my other products. Works pretty well. Here's the catch is that as we're creating content with these partners, we're also able to then build a real relationship. We see, hey, what, what was the vibe? Did I really like this person? Did I enjoy what they had to say? Maybe there's something that I can do for them you know, extra. Maybe there's some way that I can help them. There's a way that I can help their audience. There's a way that we can develop that relationship. And over time, 
I get so many at-bats that I get projects out of it where we can do something together. We can co-market a product. We can do a project together. We can co-develop a product. Or they can just sell one of my products to their audience and they can make some money. Or I can sell one of their products to my community or to my audience. There's lots of ways that we can then pull collaboration and partnerships into this, but this gives me a great way to grow my community, create content, build my email list, and be continually scoping out for who can I help? Who can I partner with? How can I take what I'm doing to the next level? And this strategy is so simple, but it's so powerful that when I run the numbers, when I simulate the numbers of what this system would look like, one, it's only a couple hours a week. Two, you could scale this. You could really accelerate great content with ads if you wanted to. But even if you look at it from the perspective of that there's there's no ads, this produces a real brand and real results. The numbers are insane. The speed is insane and the cumulative growth is insane. But once you start looking at how what I just laid down with those channels, you'll realize that whatever your favorite speaker is, this is how events work. They bring people in to speak at their event. They leverage their audience. A portion of their audience becomes the person that organizes that audience. When you see how YouTube channels work, this is how YouTube collabs work. This is how podcasts work. You see this over and over again. You see this is how big companies do collaborations for credibility and to reach different markets, new market segments. Hey, we're not over here. We're not in this country. We're not in this demographic. Let's do a collaboration to reach out to this audience, get credibility and access. You see this over and over again, partner, authority, community, three channels. All we're trying to do is we're trying to get attention. We're trying to attract our people and we're trying to nurture them until they're ready to buy or we're ready to offer. This gives us the ability to talk to them, figure out what their problems are, get to know them, dial in an absolute laser focused perfect offer, great product, minimal features, and to be able to launch to a very small group of people, a private launch, to then pull that user-generated content, put it back into this community system, and demonstrate to everybody that this is a fantastic product, it's credible, work through any other issues that we have with our business, our operations, our fulfillment, and then we can accelerate what works. We can multiply what works through more intentional or paid systems. But we can do this for free. We can do it right now. And what I'm telling you is that most large businesses, they do this. Most successful entrepreneurs, they do this. They do it in a way that you may or may not see on social media, but this is how business development works. I need a way to nurture potential partners and nurture a customer community. I can't just slap ads in their face and hope for a quick fix. There's somebody out there who is your potential partner, who if they were to work with you, it would change your life and change your business. They would sell more product than you could make or that you could inventory or you could afford to purchase. When you understand that, you understand this system is setting you up to build a brand that will eventually scale wildly instead of just mildly go. I find this really fascinating. I would love it if you DM me if you have questions or if you want more information on how to join the Facebook group and get this type of information, the slides that we're talking about, the training video that's on this. You can message me on Facebook or you can 
sign up for my email list. This is all part of how to utilize the Collaborative Growth Blueprint, which is at collabproducts.com slash collab. If you want to sign up for the Facebook group, it's collabproducts.com. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. My name is Callie Keen, and this has been End Hype.